And good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Well, friend, we are continuing with our four-part message this week, and the title of the message, just to remind you, is Just Let God Love You. Just let God love you. And this is a really, really awesome message, and I hope that you have enjoyed the first part of this message. And have you, if you have not listened to the first part yet, then please go back to that before you listen to uh, this next part. And this is going to be part two of the message, Just Let God Love You by Pastor Stevens. So please enjoy this message, and friend, may God give you an awesome day, and may God bless you. When a relationship is bad, I simply let God's word be true and let him love me. What if I'm failing? Let God love me. What if I have no strength to change? Let God love me. Let God love me. Will his love fail? No. Will it stop? No. Will it change? No. Will it continue? Yes. So here's a a guy that calls up and in a very bad condition and says he found out he had HIV. He failed three times in 15 years. The third time, he got HIV. He wants to die. He's so ashamed, he said. Told his wife. What must he do? Well, he already hates what he did. But now he's got to let God love him with HIV just as much as he loved him before he had it. This does not produce lawlessness. I want you to understand the wedding yesterday we had downtown and and I got the usual whisper I have not kissed him I said if I had a guy like him I wouldn't kiss him after I him. <laughs> I'm only teasing I didn't say that it's just a joke now ah uh, the, the most beautiful thing is to let God love you as you are. I'm going to keep saying it over and over again. I have a reason. Because the only thing that can heal the memory and heal the soul and change your self-image and change your own attitude is to let God love you. God says, what is love? Not that we love God. It says that God loved us first. You see, The reason that a man can't love his wife and a wife cannot love her husband is they don't understand how to be loved by God. And they don't understand the depths of God's love. Now think with me for a moment this morning. In Romans 8.28, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, for whom he did 
foreknow he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren and whom he did predestinate he did call and whom he called he justified and whom he justified he glorified and if God be for us who can be against us now those verses tell me something in the foreknowledge of God, because he knew my volition would believe on his son and accept him. I was justified, sanctified, and glorified, and God was for me from knowing that I would believe he was always for me. And he rested in his son's love toward me, because the sins were paid for by him. Now, here's a person in the hospital who call me in another ministry and he said I've attacked you I've, I've hated you I've fought God and I'm dying and I'm 29 years of age and I'm dying and I want to repent and uh, I said well the only thing I'm interested in is you let God love you he said no they say I'm going to die I said will you let God love you just be loved. Just be loved. To this age person, just be loved. Just be loved. To this person who said he had done wrong, and just be loved. You see? Just be loved. In the state that you're in, just be loved. Let God love you. And you know, God loved him, and in 12 weeks, he came out of the hospital. We baptized him in the church that he had hated in the past. But he let God... I visited him every single day, seven days a week, and I kept saying it. Just let God love you. And then, and, and as Matthew 22:37 says, he started to love God with his heart. That is, with the motivation of thinking. With the operational behavior, God changed him. He didn't demand a change. He produced it. And then his thoughts and emotions and decisions were made by the words of God. And uh, his heart changed. Then his soul changed. Then his mind changed. Then the wife that he battled for years, he began to love her. And he began to love his daughters. And he began to love the church. He began to love the lost. You see, the whole key for him was he didn't love himself. And see, that was the very key. Inwardly, he did not love himself. And he didn't think God loved him. That was the whole key. And it also, and he testified in our church, it also healed his body. And love can do that in the will of God. The more I let God love me without putting myself on trial, the more I let God love me without guilt, the more I let God love me without fear of failure, the more I let God love me without being resentful to others and angry to them, the more I let God love me, the more that every single thing gets healed. Everything. In the sovereign will of God, whatever the will of God is. But at least I am healed. My heart, my soul, my mind, my emotions are healed by letting God love me. A 12-year-old girl 
came and said, I'm in a broken home and they're in and out. One leaves and then the other one leaves on weekends and they fight and they scream and there's alcoholism and I, I'm afraid to go home and, and I don't know what to do. And she said, you're a pastor. And she said, you're my pastor. Can you come to the house? I, uh, she said, right away. Right away. So I went to the house. I didn't even eat dinner. I went right to her house. And this is what happened. She very uniquely said to her father, she said, I want you to listen to the pastor. Twelve years of age. And I I said, you know, thousands of years ago, Jesus knew that I'd be here today as a servant of God. And sir, if I could put in words how much God loves you right now, if I could just put it in words. And if you could possibly believe it. And he said, our family is destructive, we're dysfunctional. I said, I, that's true, but I want you to let God love you first without condemnation. And I'm not even asking you to change in your drinking habits. And he cried like a baby. That night after church, we went out. He accepted Jesus Christ. Never took another drink. He just couldn't believe. Then his wife accepted. Then they were baptized. And that little 12-year-old girl just had the day of her life. I mean, they had their picture taken. Gave it to me. I said, I'm not here right now to discuss how bad you are. Because psychologically, there's a lot of reasons why you're that way. And emotionally and genetically. And and we're not going into that. We are going in that God created you in his own image. And then we came the fall in human depravity. And we're here to discuss right this moment how much God is in love with you. As strange, it produced repentance. See, we didn't discuss their sins. But the love of God produced repentance. The love of God produced change. The love of God produced a new beginning. The love of God produced a new self-image. The love of God produced a new awareness. The love of God produced faith. The love of God produced hope. The love of God revealed mercy. And the love of God revealed grace. And they personalized it. They internalized it. It was imparted to them. It became a part of them. Is it any wonder that 1 Corinthians 13 says that love never fails? 